Welcome to Heart to Heart Conversations, the podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Etzel, and together we'll get out of our heads and into our hearts. These deep and meaningful conversations are meant to crack open our hearts, expand our worldview, and cultivate compassion. I truly believe world peace and unity of all people is possible, and it all starts with a heart-to-heart conversation. Welcome back for another heart-to-heart conversation, and you guys, this call is with an epic powerhouse woman. In fact, Melissa and I met on Powerhouse Women's Connection Call, and this girl, I was so attracted to her energy and her passion, and I remember hearing you, Melissa, say something about like 13 half marathons and traveling the world, and I was like, yes, whoever this girl is, I need more of her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we need to connect. Yes, thank you so much for that. It's been like an incredible journey, too, of um supporting each other learning from you like seeing you blossom with this whole podcast um yes yes definitely soul connection (laughs) oh for sure yeah because I'm even trying to think how many months it's been we were pretty recent friends and so Mm -hmm. it's just so special to have you on here and to be able to support you and what you're doing right like we're stronger together and so I, I was telling Melissa earlier that this title just came through from reading her bio, um, from heart palpitations to 13 half marathons, how Melissa Ames used running to transform her life. And there's just so many facets to your story, but I think that this really is a foundation and encapsulates so much of it. So with that title, Melissa, just just bring us through kind of where you were at in your life and what those just the heart palpitations but then also kind of what drove you to even think about doing 13 half marathons (laughs) yeah well um it was 2014 when I decided to run my very first half marathon and before that I had I loved running like I loved the feeling of it but as an example like in junior high you have to run uh, a mile you know every Friday and I was one of the few kids that loved that and so I joined the track and field team and it was a total of three miles max um, during our cross-country races and that was perfect it was a good distance and then when I got to high school it moved to being um I can't remember maybe I know during practices we had to run like say 10 miles and I was like, Ooh, no, I'm, I'm out. Like, no, thank you. Like, I can't do that. I have heart palpitations. Like that's too much. And so I joined the swim team, um, for a while and then, then went to an arts high school and like all the sports got, I went to dance and it went down a different path. And, um, so I had kind of abandoned running for a while. And then, um, I was getting back into fitness again and, um, I had always said I wanted to run a half marathon, but I kept saying someday. And one thing that I say a lot is that someday is never going to happen. Um, It's so um, been so important in my journey to set a date instead of saying someday. um, The moment that I said, okay, in um, three months, I'm going to run a half marathon. And I signed up for one. It was a Disney half marathon uh, because I love Disney. (laughs) And um, I, 
started training for it then. Cause then I had, I, I had a date and I, um, would run, uh, every weekend, um, and, you know, increase it by a little bit. You know, I did a lot of research on like how the healthy eating, stretching and all of this stuff started to get put into place, but it's all because I took that very first step. And, um, so when I crossed my, uh, half marathon finish line, it was way more amazingly powerful because I didn't think I could do it. Um, so yeah, that, that, that changed my life forever. I, I remember like crossing, I, I did, I was doing like leaps and stuff during that race too. Like I was, I, all the adrenaline was going and that last mile was still, was the hardest mile. Um, and so when I crossed the line and my family was waiting for me, I just had the biggest smile on my face and was like, man, I had this realization, like, if I could do this, like I can do anything, um, step-by-step and using these principles. So that was like the beginning of what then became like my life mission and, and, and runfully. And, um, and there was like a spiritual journey with that as well. Um, because it was through finding the law of attraction, um, at the beginning of it and through, there was a hard time. I, I think that a lot of times uh, really great, awesome things come out of struggle and come out of hard times. Um, so at the beginning of that journey was a low point where it was like, oh my gosh, I might lose my job. Like I might lose my relationship. Like my world is on fire when I had made that decision that, okay, you know, this is going to be what, what's going to get me out of it is, um, or maybe I didn't know that at the time, but that's, that's what happened. Like training for that race, training for that half marathon changed my life entirely within that amount of time. I ended up landing my dream job. Um, I ended up getting the relationship back and, um, and I ended up, um, just being way better in shape, better in shape than I'd ever been. It was, it was magical. And so then the 13 half marathons happened, um, four years later, um, I was in an even lower period of time, um, just really depressed and I didn't even know it. Um, and, um, you know, car crash, you know, um, totaled, um, other just really, really heavy energy moving through me. And, um, it just came kind of as like, a little idea that pops into your head. And, and maybe that's something to note too, is like to lean in whenever those things happen, because, um, it is like something that is pulling you forward. If you have like, maybe you're taking a shower maybe you're like driving, going out and driving your car and you have just like a little idea that's like tugging at you. Ooh, what if I did this? Or like, Ooh, like what if I, what if I kind of want to join a dance class or something like that? I don't know, whatever it is. And so that's, that's the, I, 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 um, was going to go on this work trip and, um, then it got canceled. And, um, because I wasn't going back to the place that I, I was going to run this race. And so I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to look up and see if there's a race where I'm at. I was in Florida and I found a race that was two hours away. And, um, I went, I, I went dancing that, that night. Cause I was there for a salsa competition, my first salsa competition. And then, um, and then I got an Uber, like I slept, 
I for maybe an hour and then I got an Uber that was two hours drive and it was like the most amazing adventure ever I got like the perfect person to drive me and like stopped and got me a bagel and like was just like like laughing at the whole thing that I was like gonna run a half marathon two hours away I mean who does that right (laughs) yeah on one hour of sleep what (laughs) yeah yeah and so that was the first week of January in 2018 and so I guess it was as I was running that or like on the way back home from that trip that I was like, you know what? Um, that could be my like new year's resolution is that I, at the time it was like, I'm going to run a race a month. Um, I just, idea popped in my head and I just kind of went with it. And, um, little did I know like that that was going to pull me out of one of the hardest times in my life because I had that to look forward to every month every month I started to share on my Instagram stories about it. Uh, I sing and I dance while I run. Um, and, um, people, I was being my authentic, goofy, silly self, you know, for the first time and people were resonating with it. People loved it. People were asking me like anything from like, how did you start running? Or you're so motivating or like all of these things to really deep personal stories like they were reaching out and that was my first like moment of being like whoa like this is something like because I was sharing my authentic self because I was being vulnerable and I also talked a lot while I was running and holding the camera and being like these are the things that because like one thing that running does is like it gets you out of your head and into your body and gets you like really gets the thoughts flowing so I'm like hey guys you know like these are the things that I'm learning like this month and like um really just like processing things as I was running and sharing um, vulnerable realizations I was having. And so that gave people permission to then tell me some of the things that they were going through and um, so amazing. And so um, by the end of that, um, uh, I decided to run an extra race so that it would be 13 because there's actually 13 miles in a half marathon. And I ended up running an extra one during a month when there was like a double blue moon and it was like a double blue moon race in Vegas. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I could go on and on like this. This, yeah. this thing is, yeah. Right? I'm like, that could be a whole other heart to heart conversation. Dang. We could go down mm-hmm. the rabbit hole there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. It's taken me, it's taken me um, all around the country and even one race in Mexico, my first international race. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and I love that that's part of your mission with Runfully. And it, I mean, it's a global movement, right? And so mm-hmm. you've said it before. I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna have you say it because, but it's something about like running just surpasses borders, right? And like, um, yeah, yeah. Um, proving that we can connect beyond borders through fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you connect on, that's one thing that I found not only through this, uh, running the 13 half marathons and traveling across the country, uh, but also through later going on this world trip that maybe we'll talk about, um, is that, uh, when you connect on the level of like, oh, you like to run, I like to run. And there, there's a shared experience there, whether it's running or dancing or any kind of fitness, there's a shared almost vocabulary too, especially with running, you know, there's PRs, which is like your personal best or uh, yeah. Personal and, record. Um, yeah. Personal personal rec- thank you. Yes. I was like, that didn't make sense, but <laughs> I got you, <laughs> but, I, but I know what it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's this language that only like we understand. So you first connect on that level. And um, then what happens is 
is it has the potential to go even deeper than that. And so like I was getting to know sometimes people's cultures. I actually made a really good friends from running. A running community is just so beautiful. And I think it's because we're all working on our health together. We're all working towards our own personal goals. And a lot of times, you know, it is that people have a deeper goal than just being able to run a half marathon. Like their goal, it could also be like me, you know, to uh, get out of a low place and, and, you know, get to a really nice, beautiful place. And, and so we have that shared experience. And then uh, what, yeah, one friend I met um, running a race here in California as she was from another state and we ended up going to Florida and running like three races in a row together in in Disney World yeah <laughs> dang that's mm -hmm. a friend right there and yeah look at that I mean instant connection like you said mm -hmm. and okay so because we kind of did I guess like leave off with the 13 half marathons and so I didn't realize this part of your story. So the 13, it was like mostly in the States and then one was in Mexico, but then you did a world trip after that. Take us on that journey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was in the same year. Um, so through, through all of these uh, 13 half marathons, I had also had the seed for the idea of a company. Um, and um working with, I was working with this, this team of incredible women. Um, and one of which, um, is from Australia and, um, it was helping to co-found, um, an even bigger idea, even bigger than Runfully, which, um, you know, it was, it was amazing. And so she, um, invited me to come to Australia with her at the end of the year, cause she was going back to visit her family. And, um, I wanted to film an episode of Runfully in Australia and, uh, this was after I finished the 13th half, um, in Hawaii, actually, um, at the Jurassic Park ranch and, um, like the first or second week of December. Uh, and then, yeah, so this is really quick. This is really quick. Last minute decision, like crazy. Like, I'm like, okay, but if I go to Australia, then I, I want to go somewhere else. Cause if it's a, a really far flight and um, yeah, I'm like traveled that, in a while of all yeah. flights, like places to go last minute, Australia, um, I'm <laughs> on that flight. It's like 30 hours. And I, yeah, I think I took like two or three flights. Dang girl. Mm -hmm. Respect. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that, I, so, so it was, it was really divine. Like, honestly, cause like I was standing in my kitchen at the time I had my own kitchen and I had this big map, this world map on the, on the kitchen oh my gosh, dream, dreams manifested. But mm -hmm. I was, I was like standing there looking there at, at Australia and be like, what other countries are nearby? And I saw that Indonesia was nearby. And there was a girl who had reached out to me during the time I was running these, these races, um, who was like, oh, you should run with me someday. And she sent a really cute picture of her in this like rice field in Indonesia. And, um, I, yeah, I thought nothing really of it, I, I, but it was in the back of my mind. Like I'm, I'm kind of like crazy and spontaneous and like to do things like that. So, you know, I was like, but I was like, when am I going to make it to Indonesia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so that moment when I saw that it was close, the, the dots connected and I was like, I'm going to reach out to her. I wonder if she'd actually be okay with me, like actually coming to visit her. 
And um, so I, I connected with her and she was like as crazy as me and like, <laughs> yes. And like, okay. And I ended up, we ended up agreeing to, to see each other actually on Christmas, which is my birthday. My birthday is on Christmas day. And um, they don't celebrate um, Christmas as strongly as we do here in the States. Um, so, so she was like, yeah, I don't see any, any problem with you spending Christmas with me. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, so all I had booked whenever I left was my flight to Indonesia with a stop in Japan, like a 36 hour stop. And I knew that I was going to Australia. I knew that I, I wanted to go to New Zealand because I had been, everybody kept talking about New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand. So I was like, so I booked a, my, so I booked my flight home from New Zealand about a month after um, my initial flight. And that's all I had. All I had was knowing that I was going to go to Australia, knowing that I wanted to go to another country um, with my friend um, after I went to Indonesia. <laughs> I don't know. This is just like, and I was just like, I'm going to figure it out on the way. And um, again, the idea just popped into my head of, of interviewing people. I don't even know. It's, it's, it's magical when you are aligned, when you are in your like frequency of just like going on this path and being open to receive, like that is whenever you get these like divine inspirations that just like zing and it's up to you though if you're gonna run with them run with them but I totally so, agree yeah because like mm -hmm. when you're living in alignment and in your purpose it'll the, it'll just flow and mm -hmm. yeah you can tell when you're out of it because it's just like forcing one thing after the other but I just love hearing through your story that like oh yeah I, I had a flight to Australia and then I had a flight home from New Zealand and then the rest was kind of up to divine inspiration mm -hmm. yeah and I love traveling like that too like I love leaving space for things to happen because you don't know who you're going to meet you don't know like what opportunities you're saying no to whenever you have a strict rigid plan and I used to be a huge planner like I used to plan everything down to the t and that has like its benefits because like I was able to like go up into the Statue of Liberty because you have to like you know make that reservation uh, in a way in advance um, but at the same time, so, so what I like to do now is to have like some structure, like have some, like, if I'm going to someplace, like have some, like a little bit of research of knowing kind of what I want to do, but then leave it open. So I was doing that as I went. Um, so I had decided that I, I guess since I was going to film something in Australia and because I was meeting this girl in Indonesia who was a runner too somewhere along the line that's where the idea came to me that I wanted to interview people in every um country and I think that because I had just completed 13 half marathons this was the same year that the number thing was just in my mind and I was like you know what I had just run a 5k too because I was being weird and there's 13.1 <laughs> miles in a half marathon so I was like let me run a 5k to represent the point one <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so I had that in my head so I was like I, at the time it was five countries I was going to go to. So I was like, I want to run a 5k in five countries. And it was just boom. And I'm, and I'm going to interview uh, people in every country to prove that we can connect beyond borders for fitness. And this is going to be my 30th birthday present to myself. Yes. <laughs> boom. <Get it. laughs> yeah. And so um, Japan was the hardest. It was the first one. And I didn't know where I was going to stay either on, on my way. Like I, I, I got the, ta the, the Uber, the Lyft or whatever. And, um, I was booking my hostel on the way over there. 
Uh, and because I booked it on Airbnb, I saw that there was Airbnb experiences because I was like, how am I going to meet somebody in Japan? You know, I don't speak the language. I'm only there for 36 hours. Like <laughs> this is my first country. I don't know if I feel comfortable just like walking around the streets and asking somebody to run with me yet. And so, um, so I, through just like divine inspiration, I found that there was a running experience, a couple of them actually on Airbnb experiences. And so I connected with a couple people on there and, and told them, and when you're passionate, this is another thing, when you are super passionate about something, people will pay attention. People want to be a part of it. People get excited about it. And so I was super excited. I was like, uh, as I was messaging people, I was like, for my 30th birthday, I'm proving that we can connect beyond borders through fitness and you can be a part of it. And like, I, you know, all of this stuff. And so like, because both of them didn't have times available during the times I was going to be there, but they um, responded back and I ended up doing two runs within the 36 hours. Um, oh this guy God. that was for originally from China and then this guy that was actually from Japan and just incredible people, like incredible stories. And so I interviewed them. Um, I got, I bought a gimbal, like, so that it would smooth out the camera a little bit and held the camera the entire run and just asked them questions about their culture, about what running meant to them, about, uh, yeah, like what running's done for them in their lives. And um, we ran around their city. So I was getting a tour of the city, like while I was learning all of this incredible and all these incredible things. So Dang. yeah, yeah mm -hmm. no, that's so cool. And I, I totally agree with the People want to get behind something. They they want to be part of a, something, a movement. And if they feel your energy, I mean, just like I said at the start of this, I felt your energy and your passion. And mm -hmm. yeah, like it's just so out of the ordinary, I think, of like everyday life going through the motions. And so when you when someone like that crosses your path, they stick in your mind. You know, they have an impact. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's amazing what you're up to and like what you did and how you just brought people along. Yeah. So I try to tell people that as well, because I recognize that there are certain times after that, when I got in my head and in my, like, I'm, you know, judging myself, procrastination, perfectionism, all of these things. Um, and I let that kind of let my passion die out. And so when I see that passion in somebody else, I tell them like, you have no idea how special that is. Like you don't, not everybody has that so when you get onto that when you start to feel like no matter how strange it is too because i mean look it started with like running and i wasn't i had a film i had a film degree and like those things are totally different right and somehow like when you follow your passions when you follow whatever it is that is pulling you even if it's just taking a dance class like i said that, that you just feel called to do and you're like i'm never going to do anything with this and i also like to ride horses or whatever and like you know, no, maybe you're going to be dancing on top of horses one day. And like, Ooh, you know? <laughs> yes, I would love to see that. Whoever yes. you are, if you're listening, contact us. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we would love to interview you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. This is so good. Yeah, it is. And then, and then to dive, to dive into it, to not wait is, is, is my recommendation for you is if you have a little bit of that passion, you don't know where it's going to lead. That's okay. Maybe you're scared. And but you're as long as you're a little bit excited that's perfect go for it 
dive in, see where it's going to lead. Just like I took that trip, not knowing where I was going to go after, after Indonesia, how it was going to make my way to, to New Zealand to fly home. Like, <laughs> you know, I discovered it on the way, you know, you don't have to have all, that is the perfect example. You do not have to have all of the dots connected. You do not have to have the entire roadmap. You do not need to have the entire itinerary for your trip. You just need to know like what, what direction you kind of want to go in right now and maybe kind of like where you want to end, end up. But I mean, you know, you, that might change. So you just have to start. You just have to start, take steps and see what happens along the way. But don't wait, because when you wait, that's whenever like your world explodes and like you have to get your passion back and like it's not fun I've been there it's not fun oh same <laughs> I've been there too and I'm even looking at my life and it's like oh those times when I didn't take action and I kind of just let the fear cripple me that's when I was at a super low and it's because I think in the end it's because I knew I was meant for more but I wasn't I was so scared I there was so much resistance there and I wasn't following my passions and taking action for example this podcast is like one example yeah. that is like I've been wanting to do this since June but it goes back to what you were saying about the deadline thing because for so long it was just like this someday like oh yeah that would be nice you know just the idea of floating and then finally a friend of mine who has a podcast she was so good she got on the phone and kind of held me accountable and was like okay by when and I was like ah <laughs> so I just kind yes. of date in October and like here I am doing the thing pre-recording it's amazing yeah and I'm so inspired and so proud of you for going for it and doing it and and for like bringing me into it because guys this is actually my first official podcast recording what you're a natural <laughs> oh thank you and, th and that's what I was just th just thinking right now was like how long have I held myself back from this experience like you know, feeling like I was, it wasn't going to be in flow. I wasn't going to know what to say. And now I'm like, you can't stop me. I'm like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love hearing that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because every time that you share your story, I believe it inspires another person. Right. And gives them permission mm -hmm. of like, oh, that dream that I thought was crazy and like wanted it to be this huge global movement. Like maybe it is possible. And it like yeah. ignites that spark inside of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also one thing that I've learned is that you um, are, if you have a vision in your life, if you have something that is pulling you, calling you um, and you're passionate about it, like probably there are people down the line that like are waiting for you to do that. They're waiting for you to, they're waiting to help you. Like there's people that are waiting to tell you excitedly about the things that they are a part of that, that they're passionate about and that, that you might want to be involved in. There's people waiting to help you. And there's also people waiting for your help. There's people waiting um, to be a part of what it is that you are wanting to create um, or, or just a, yeah, a part of, a part of your experience and like, you're meant to touch them. So when you hold back in that, like fear and that, like, oh, like, I, I don't want to share my story. Like how, how long I, I could have been sharing. I ran the 13 half marathons in 2018. I mean, you know, like it's 2020, baby. It's 2020, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, yeah. that's another good example of like, it's 2020. Mm -hmm. Shit went down, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah. and, <laughs> excuse my yeah. language, but like, it's true, you know? And, mm -hmm. and so I think we've both agreed that like, this has really forced us to step into our power and really like speak up on behalf of our story and share this because I know for me, if this wouldn't have happened, then I would have been traveling, which is great. I love traveling, 
but it would have been another way for me to, in a sense, avoid, you know, oh, yeah. starting this podcast, being a coach. Oh yeah, for sure. I had the idea after I came back from that world trip of um, wanting to be the first woman to run a race in every country in the world. And I was about to go on this like epic adventure of like two years, like nonstop. But I think that that actually in turn, I'm glad that people like talked me uh, down from that. And like, because I was avoiding doing this work, like I was avoiding like really setting up my website, starting a program, having a financial background, like, um, and also like setting, yeah, basically the foundation for what could become Runfully. Um, and, and taking things step by step, because if I, if I did that, I, I wouldn't have had the capacity to edit any of the content. Like I wouldn't, and I had to stay grounded for like a little, for a little while, um, in order to see the full vision come to fruition. So in a sense, like, yeah, travel would have been my, without realizing it, cause it sounds so epic and awesome. Like right. it would have been, it would have been my, my escape from doing the work that I came here to do. So. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue into like, tell us more about Runfully and your vision moving forward. What if people are listening and they want to get on board with this? Yeah. So I am starting a um, group coaching program and we're going to be going from uh, setting our movement goals. So whether you want to run a 5k or half marathon, like I did, um, or if you just want to do pull-ups or like get more consistent with your fitness, like something, setting something specific and then setting a deadline, because that's basically what I did during my journey. Um, and then the unique twist is that we are pairing that with a personal goal. So whether you want to complete a passion project that you maybe have always wanted to do, but you've just been sitting on the shelf and you haven't done it yet, um, or, or, or start a new hobby or something like that, um, or go from like I did from being in a funk, like especially a lot of us are going through a funk right now and have processed a, a lot during this time. And like to be able to move forward from that, for you to be able to visualize, you may not know now where it is that you want to go um, but this process will take you into a, a period of discovery so that you can um, possibly even come out of it with knowing what your purpose is or knowing a new passion um, so uh, we'll work together to um, to set those goals and to and to talk through it um, and then and then go on a journey of doing the movement and using that um, movement that race mindset to complete your passion projects. So like, for instance, like just, you just have to start, you just have to take the first step. So you'll take the first step with your movement goal. And um, while you're like meditating um, on uh, what it is that you're gonna be taking your first steps on in your personal goal. So making them be very connected like they were for me. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And you talked about, you talked about when you were in Australia, I think you were filming an episode for Runfully and so what is that aspect of it obviously you have this coaching as part of it and then what's this like film yes so um my passion is uh for for filmmaking because I feel like it can reach so many people and um I love interviewing people actually like um so next year if you guys stay tuned um on my YouTube channel I will be releasing this world trip so I actually ended up going to seven countries um, and within that month, um, I had like an unexpected stop in, um, 
is it um, Singapore uh, and ended up interviewing somebody there too. Um, <laughs> so it's like these, all these incredible adventures I have on um, camera. And so I'm going to be editing that until the end of the year so that next year that will go live. And that is the global portion of it. And there's also a, another portion that's more like highly produced um, that um, uh, the, at least the pilot episode will come out next year and then we'll figure out filming for future ones. But where we talk to, um, like uh, people that are well known, um, as well as people that are just doing incredible things in, within the fitness industry um, uh, to to give back, and um, that is going to be a series that ends in an actual 5K that you can actually be a part of. So you'll basically come to the show, be inspired. It's kind of like carpool karaoke, um, except for mm -hmm. instead of uh, cars, we are running and we're singing. So we sing and we dance, and there's like a goofy side to it, but then we also go really deep and find out what walls our guests have pushed past to achieve success in their lives. Um, and then on the YouTube channel, I'm also planning to give some more practical tips. So like what shoes you should buy, for instance, for running, um, some of the like stretches that I've learned, um, just anything. And I want to hear feedback too from people and what it is that they want to know, uh, what it is that, that would be beneficial for them in their journeys. And like also talking about like mindset stuff. There's a video on there now on my YouTube that talks about um, the, the intro to like, using running as a mindset and like how 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 do you run your first half marathon so you could take that video and watch it as like oh I want to do I want to run a half marathon or you could also watch that video as ooh I want to do this big project how can I use these principles to do the project because it applies to both yes um, yeah yeah so I mean with that feedback where can people go I know you're talking about YouTube can you like obviously it'll be in the show notes, but can you just name the YouTube and then also your Instagram handle so that when people listen to this episode, when they are listening to your content, so they can tag us and so they can DM us and let us know, you know, like what they're getting from it and also like what they'd like to see more of. Thank you. Yeah, I would love that. Um, for those of you guys that are listening, um, my Instagram is Melissa Ames. It's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-A-M-E-S. -S -S -E and um, on there, you'll also see the Instagram to the Runfully, which I'm working on launching. Uh, it's Runfully Global. And you can find runfullyglobal.com, Runfully Global on Facebook. Um, and YouTube, if I haven't said that already, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so good. Mm -hmm. And we've covered so much, but I also just want to make sure, like at the end here, is there anything else you want to add, Melissa, that maybe we didn't get to that you'd like to just insert? Put it in there. Um, let me think. So, um, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to to reach out uh, to me with uh, with anything. Really, I I love hearing from people, and like I love hearing like your your stories. If something resonates with you, um, I also love hearing yeah any questions that you have because that helps me to create content um, that that will help. So yeah, I'd I'd love to hear from you. Um, and I can't wait to share more and to be a part of the Runfully journey. Yeah, there's going to be, oh, that's, there's going to be an ambassador program that is, it is up and coming. There's uh, somebody in India right now and the girl in Indonesia became an ambassador and she did, they did events in their country. So that's like where my heart is, is leading with this whole Runfully thing to start a movement where you can actually 
meet people from around the world and connect with them the way that I did. Um, and then if you want to step up and take that next leadership level and like you feel a calling to share something through fitness, um, whether it is, you know, picking up trash because you, uh, during your, your runs, because you love the environment, or if it's giving back to kids, or it could be really anything, um, can be incorporated with this movement. So it's all about giving back and paying it forward. Ah, amazing. <laughs> it's just so in alignment with heart to heart conversations. And thank you for everyone that tuned in. This is so fun. I was like heart to heart conversations. Melissa and Marissa. I just like, I like the ring um, to it. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Thank you all. Thank you, Melissa, for sharing your heart and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Heart to Heart Conversations, the podcast. If there's someone in your life that would really benefit from listening to this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took 30 seconds to share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, text it to them, do whatever you have to do to spread this message of hope with the ones you love most. Until next time, keep following your heart.